2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unbelievable. Y'all ain't gonna turn uh, me down, turn yeah. me up. <laughs> Everybody uh yeah, everybody's got the uh the coffee flowing this morning. Uh it is two pros and a cup of joe, Fox Sports Radio at Slavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are, making us a part of your Thursday. Uh some would call it a thirsty Thursday. Hey, hey, Brady uh, Streets. A double yeah. in Ohio. You
0: ever wonder what it would feel like to be 30 years old with six-year-old legs?
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's not unbelievable. Are, are I, we going referencing the drawing we saw?
3: Yeah. Right. yeah. said <laughs> so we going back to that.
2: How dare you? Is it,
3: is it, it, would it is be this, harder? Is this, is this the the drawing with yes. the uh, Joe Joe Pop ball, ball? Yes. Ball yes. Ball, or yes.
0: Or yes <laughs> How yeah. hard would it be to carry with, a, a 60-year-old with, deal, with, with a 70-year-old deal, and, and a 30-year-old body with, with six-year-old legs? Have, have you, by the way, have you guys seen that? Have
2: you seen truck nuts before when, when guys on the back of their truck have, like, a, a pair yes. of testes? Yes. It's what way worse. That? What is that? It's way worse. It's just it's way, I just got to tell what, you, it's way what worse. It, what is it symbolizing? I don't know. Like that's, I've, I've never understood <laughs> truck nuts. What, what is it? Like, what's the point? <laughs> Point. So, you could have like <laughs> some guy's genitalia is hanging it, off your. Ugh, I don't it's gagged. Ugh, I almost heaved.
3: Is it worse than nudicles? Like, those are, are those, those uh, artificial. Well, they have them for dogs because obviously, with dogs, mm. you know, you, you spade and neuter them. And so what you can do is <laughs> you can you can and this is just this is a quote I saw in an advertisement for them, is you can give dogs their pride back by giving oh, them wow, news. Yes. <laughs> oh my. so they're artificial testes, if you will. Oh, uh, you I know, thought it was a real thing. I had a conversation oh okay. I had a
0: conversation Oof. with, what a, with, turn on. with okay. a buddy the other day about dogs and and you know, a lot of people consider their dogs to be family. Yeah. Like like yeah. their kid, like the, the person said, I got to go, go let my kid out, you know, oh, pretty geez. soon. And yeah. I was like, oh, your kid. Huh? I said, so your <laughs> dog is your kid now? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, they do. And they wow. So, wild, so <laughs> hey, so Brady, so I say, well, what kind, you know, what, what, you know, is your dog a male and, and, or a female? Dogs never know? stolen their wallet. <laughs> so, so she goes, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a male dog. I said, is your dog neutered? Uh, yeah, of course. Of course he's neutered. No meow. We don't need no meows. We don't need a cats. I said, I we said need more dogs. is your son neutered? <laughs> she looked at me like I was crazy. I said, exactly. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, exactly. People I looked at the son. Look, I looked at the son. I said, hey, are you scheduled to be neutered soon? <laughs> I mean, listen. Stop people. calling your dog your kids. It ain't your kid. All right, stop it. Yeah, stop dressing. Stop him up, Stop doing too. that. Uh, Orf. Stop. Stop, Orf. stop dressing them up too. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: We, uh, your dog doesn't yeah. need antlers. Okay. Doesn't need <laughs> antlers. Uh, doesn't need a red nose. It needs to be left alone. All right. Just leave it alone. Let it do it. Do what it does, and then don't don't bitch when it uh, urinates all over the carpet. All right. No Let matter how hard you try.
0: Yeah. You will never be able to turn a dog into a human being okay? or a reindeer. It, oh, yeah. Okay, well there you go.
2: Yeah, it's just it's it's weird. I'm Stop just I'm just
0: trying to break some news to some of you people that live in this fantasy world, man. <laughs> of of this is my kid. Like I see y'all walking around with 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 uh, the the strollers. And it's been so it's many pathetic. times. I finally have gotten to the point now where I accept that I look at a stroller now and expect to see a dog before I see a child. Yeah. I <laughs> finally I have, finally, I have yeah. finally gotten to the point where I've accepted that when I see a stroller on the street that I'm expecting to see a dog instead of a babe uh, instead of an infant a a child. Yeah. I, I just I don't get y'all. By the way, do dogs have to wear masks?
2: seriously uh, no. okay just curious there is I mean, still a
0: thought that
3: they might be able to transmit uh various strains oh of I see. i'm sure yeah, they can good. didn't they
0: right. start off right. with an animal
2: yeah very good well, uh, i'm sorry maybe yeah, that was somebody's son or daughter <laughs> <That> <laughs> you know more yeah. controversial yeah. I, I don't know Listen, hey. i don't, know all
0: I, I, don't right. I don't care <laughs> okay all i know is if, if, if you if your theory goes back to a bat maybe that was somebody's son or, or right. daughter that was you know, that person, yeah. that 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 bat.
2: Dave, listen, uh, that's a <laughs> a, that's a whole other conversation uh, when we would take us. Oh down. my
0: gosh, maybe um, they're gonna start having strollers for bats <laughs> 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 what is wrong with
3: you what is happening right now <laughs> i'm sorry let's go. Okay? Is, let's go are you okay let's go yeah uh, listen he's yes.
2: somebody i don't know what uh what was in that coffee or, yeah, i uh, don't know i'm pretty I'm,
0: I'm i'm i got some rest you know yeah. what it is I, i'm i'm pretty pumped up again i told y'all yesterday that 32 percent. i got the percentage from hmm. from from a, a good source a reliable source Over 30% of the kids that that we had mentored and and went through our program signed to Power 5 schools yesterday. Yeah. 30%. That's awesome. It's pretty That's dope, amazing. man. So I just been riding like this emotional high. So for all of the shenanigans that I be, there really is a ton of substance. And in fact, the woman that I was talking to, her son is one of the people that is going to a power five school. So it was we were having a good time yesterday. Good
2: for them. Yeah, That's awesome. Free education. Congratulations. Man. Oh yeah, man. Free and, and
0: they're not only getting a free education; they're actually really good. <laughs> they are yeah. really. And you know what was even more humbling sitting there at, at, at the uh, event was that they were all high honor students. I, I was blown away. Like, they weren't just honor students. They were high honors. They got their certificates because they graduated. They graduated early, and they'll be checking in in January as high honor students, 4.0 guys. That's awesome. It's crazy, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's cool. it's a beautiful thing when you see the fruits of your labor come to fruition and sitting there with the families and sitting there with, with the parents and just sitting there with my guy who who's the parent, he's a business partner of mine as well. And just seeing the humility on their face and seeing that moment, like everybody wants to have a moment where they feel so proud about a a, a child. Uh, a, a family member that that has accomplished something and. Man, it just—it it was a lot of emotion. So yeah, I'm—I'm I'm definitely riding an emotional high right now. That's awesome. Yeah. No,
2: congratulations yeah. uh, to all of them. Uh, I would recommend uh, don't purchase uh, truck nuts. Yeah. Uh, when they do get do a vehicle, uh, yeah, probably yeah, not
0: the uh, the way to go. On yeah. uh, all that stuff, but uh, especially but the, if you got like a low profile tire car, like yeah, you 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 know dra- you might not have it the long. <laughs> yeah. You will know.
3: be, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, oh, be dragging. Yeah, they will be dragging. That ball bag's gonna be dragging. They call it truck nuts.
2: Uh, uh, a, a snail trail. <laughs>
3: That's what they call it. <laughs>
2: Oh, my God. This is unbelievable. Uh, all right. <laughs> so uh, we do have uh, a little bit of an issue in the NFL. I don't know if anybody's noticed. Uh, a lot of guys getting popped for uh, COVID. Uh, mm. COVID is popping up around the league. you got the Browns, who've got a game coming up this weekend against uh, the Raiders. Uh, you know, since some would call it another bye week. Again, I'm not going to take a shot at the Raiders. I'm gonna, not going to do that here. Be a professional broadcaster. But uh, the Browns, uh, uh, we've got Kevin Stefanski, their head coach, who I believe missed the playoff game last year because of COVID. Right. Uh, and then you've got Baker Mayfield who got, who tested positive, but there's been some discussion that because of the, the new variant that is out there, the the symptoms are a lot less mild, but that it's a little bit more contagious than the original. And so most of these guys are asymptomatic. Now the NFL chief me- chief medical officer, uh, Dr. Alan Sills spoke yesterday about the situation and what changes could take place. You're trying to return someone when it's safe for them, when they are no longer a risk to themselves or to others. We study our returns uh, very carefully, and, and we look at that in light of those outcome measures. And so I think those are obviously ongoing discussions and things that we'll consider. So, and we're seeing this. Uh, it was brought up by Adrian Wojnarowski, of uh, who covers the NBA, who said the same thing. You know, they're they're looking at what we need to do to sort of modify some things because they don't feel like this strand or whatever you want to call it should be treated as severely as maybe the other one is was. Well, that's at that shocking. Time, so.
3: Oh, so so we're finally getting to a point where we realized from a year ago where I said we're we're gonna have to learn to live with it. Like we we are. We're gonna have to learn at some point. To live with COVID. And that might sound controversial to you, but it's not. It's the reality of throughout history, when you go through different viruses, different diseases, at some point you have to learn to live with it and learn how to work and learn how to, to socialize and learn how to do all these things. Now it might be a little different, but at some point you have to learn to live with it. And, and this is why I asked Dr. Chow this the other week. If you are asymptomatic, you're not showing any signs, any symptoms. Are you sick? I mean, a lot of people will sit there and they'll act like they will act like they are sick just because they're carrying the virus they can give to other people. They're asymptomatic. Uh, what do you want that person to do? I, I just look at this and I think at some point we're going to have to realize that we're going to have to live with this, and we're, we're not going to be able to continually let it stand in the way of everything. Every single time there's an outbreak or a game pops up, we need to make sure if someone's is symptomatic, different story. send them home. They need to be away from everyone quarantine. They're at risk. If they're, if they're asymptomatic, they're not at risk to pass this along. I mean, that's documented. I'm not a doctor, but you can ask anyone about that. So I just – the way we've been looking at this, and I know there's a battle with the NFLPA and the NFL right now because the NFLPA advised daily testing, even for those who are vaccinated. But the NFL, they full well knew before the season started. If they didn't throw that out there as an incentive – to players to get vaccinated, they weren't going to do it. And so they were only testing once a week. And now the NFLPA is like, haha, I told you, look at the outbreak. We should do daily testing. Okay, well, then you might not have had as many guys vaccinated in the first place because there was no incentive to do so. And, and, and that's the reality of it is a lot of these players realize they're not in the at-risk category, and, and they'd rather not put something into their body that they don't have control over. Much like anything that's a PED, it's the same thing. Like, they didn't have time to research and understand it. So there's a lot of guys who are still apprehensive about it. And I think we can all see that opinion on all of it with the way these guys have handled their bodies. So I just I, – I look at it and wonder at what point are we going to learn that we're going to have to live with it. We're going to have to figure out kind of ways out around a maneuvering. I know we kind of have to a degree, but we, we still keep making it something that when guys are asymptomatic – and there's plenty of guys who might be asymptomatic or carrying another virus, but they don't know it. But we don't treat it the same as we do COVID right now. So I, I just, looking into the future, we're going to have to learn to live with this.
0: It's a very good point. I mean, because honestly, if we were testing for things that dudes might be carrying, you <laughs> you might be, you might be shocked. You, you might be surprised that some of the things that just, pop up a hum,
2: human <laughs> brain hey,
3: every year hey remember those executive physicals you used to get every year oh, i used to be scared you, to death boy, you, could always, you could always opt into getting you tested for in, everything or you could opt
0: out right yeah, yeah. and
3: i remember there are some dudes who'd be like no i don't want to know yeah like, just, they would not opt into it That's i was true. always like nope i it, want a clean bill of health test me for everything i used but, to do it i'd be yeah.
0: scared to death <laughs> i'd be, be sitting there like when, when are those results coming back again Did you say it was 24 or 48 (laughs) hours? Like,
2: let me get my last meal. Okay, let me ask you guys this, because Brady's mentioned this a a while back, that you know, when people were talking about quarantining and all this stuff that when there would be flu outbreaks on the team, you would do basically the same thing. Right. Like if if if, a, if a sickness spread in the long, like, or, or like they I, I saw stuff where guys would take a, a different bus because they didn't want to get the entire team. Bro, uh, sick, Bro, it wasn't they, even that pronounced. Th- that, they just sent
0: you home if you were ill. In but, fact, if you had the flu, you would come into the training room. Get your medicine and your what was it, Septal or whatever it is for your your throat and stuff like that. They had the same little package for you, your care yeah. package, but and cool. send
2: you right that's on the home. Way, the point is, How? you you guys have navigated through stuff like this before. I yeah. played
3: with the flu. Right. You have a flu game. You have these games. Yeah, where you feel like crap. You, you, still, you still go out there and play. Yep. Like that was the reality of it. Yep. At, at some point, like that's the reality of where we're going. Like I, I, it's a sensitive subject for people because of how you know, COVID has been the past you know, year or so. But the reality is, like, that's the future of where we're going. Like, We've we, we got to learn to be able to like, play with it and live with it. So I, I'm sorry. I know a lot of people are going to be offended by that. They shouldn't be. I'm just telling you what's going to happen in the next year
0: or two.
2: I mean, if anything, we're being positive about it. I, mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like, uh, like COVID forbid. positive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He is on
3: one <laughs> today. Yeah. He is on yeah. one today. Do the lap.
2: To the lap. All right. To the lap. <laughs> All right, It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LaVar Errington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, with you here on FSR, brought to you by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Uh, coming up next, somebody is going to dispel... A lie that was told to you by people in the media. We've got the exclusive right here on FSR.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's
2: two pros and a cup of joe here on FSR. Coming up later on this hour, we're going to have another edition of the Prop Bet Monster get you set for a week 15 Thursday night matchup coming up later on. Uh, Right now, uh, our guy joining us here on Fox Sports Radio is Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. You can get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. Albert, uh, thanks for uh, popping on with us. We appreciate it as always got it, guys. What's going on? All right, so uh, let's get right into it. Uh, the Urban Meyer stuff, um, I don't want to say that it feels like this was a hit job, uh, like Brett Musburger uh, described the um, John Gruden firing, but it does yeah. feel like there were some agendas that were taken into this season about Urban Meyer, and uh, it got to a point where they were looking for a reason uh, to go ahead and clip him.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, You know, look, I I think that the reality of the situation is that every college coach that goes into the pros um, has, I would say, an uphill battle um, just from within the league and the people around the league that he's fighting. And, you know, I, I think there were a lot of people invested in seeing Urban Meyer fail the same way there were a lot of people invested in seeing Chip Kelly fail, the same way there were a lot of people invested in seeing Nick Saban fail. Um, And, I mean, all you have to do to sort of prove that out, look at what people have been saying about Cliff Kingsbury over the last couple of years, right? I mean, people have treated Cliff like he's a bumbling idiot and never really gave him a chance because they didn't like the hire in the first place. And there are NFL people that want to look at it and say, well, that's a college guy and he can't do it. And lo and behold, you give Cliff some time and you see, you know, what it can become. So, um, look, like I'm not saying that the Jaguars uh, had any choice in this. I think in the end it was probably, you know, almost a fait accompli that he was going to lose his job. But, yeah, I mean, the way the storm clouds formed for Urban Meyer, I think absolutely, you know, it was, again, reflective of what happens when college coaches come to the NFL and there being a lot of people invested in making sure that it doesn't work.
3: Can I ask you this, Albert? How much of this has to do with – because when looking at the timeline of it, none of it makes sense. We were talking about that earlier. This happened in the preseason. So what is yeah. just now becoming an issue when it would have been out before a preseason game, people, other people would have been there to see it. And so it feels like more to me like this is that reason for cause that allows Shad Khan to get out from underneath yeah. that contract without having to pay him because this is resurfaced again. It's become more public.
1: Well, no, I mean Brady. I'm not a lawyer, but my, I mean, my understanding is if he knew about it in August, which I think they basically conceded that that Shaw did, and he went forward with him, you know, as his coach, then I think you would lose the ability to fire somebody for cause. You have to do it in the here and the now. You can't just say, well, now it's convenient for me, like, and this is out there. I'm going to use this to fire the guy and not pay him. So. I mean, look, there might be be an avenue that the Jaguars can take here. Um, And my guess is maybe they would negotiate some sort of settlement anyway. Um, But, you know, I don't know that you can take, you know, an incident like that that you knew about in August and say, this is why we're firing him and why we're not going to pay him. Um, You know, if you had gone forward for four full months, you know, knowing what had happened with the guy as your head coach.
0: All right, what is? I mean, I, I've been a part of being in a season as a rookie where you lose your head coach uh, during the course of the season, and an interim takes it, takes over.
1: <laughs> you saw a lot of things in
0: Washington. Uh, I mean, there's probably <laughs> not too much that could happen that I haven't experienced. Uh, and 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 looking at Trevor Lawrence, and and where he's at right now. I mean, has there been any real conversation thus far uh, about? what the future holds for, for him because the quickest way to derail a fine young talent is by having multiples of, of coaching staffs that have to come in and, and deal with that player. I mean, before you know it, he'll be in his sure. third or fourth year. Um, you
1: know, I, I think like the, maybe the template for this, LeVar, is the Rams five years ago. Um, You know, Jared Goff, when he came into the league in 2016, they just moved um, from St. Louis to Los Angeles. And things had really gotten toxic at the end with Jeff Fisher. Um, And uh, the staff was in, in a little bit of disarray. The relationship between the coaches and the front office wasn't good. And a lot of the locker room had checked out. And you guys remember, Goff got in there at the end of that year and was awful and looked like a lost cause. And people were wondering if he would ever make it and they really sort of focused part of what they were doing on getting their young quarterback right, and that led them to Sean McVay. And so, you know, Jared Goff wasn't the prospect that Trevor Lawrence is, and Trevor Lawrence – and then Jared Goff wasn't ruined by a bad rookie year. So I don't think you have to worry about Trevor Lawrence being so affected by what happened, especially based on what we know about him personally. I think you have to worry about him being so affected by year one – that's going to leave this mark that can't, you know, that that can't be erased. Um, That said, I mean, I think from here, like the Rams did in 2017, you really have to focus on, you know, creating the right environment for your young quarterback to develop in. And so, you know, I think that there's going to have to be at least a hard look taken at guys who have background with quarterbacks. And to me, one that makes a lot of sense is Josh McDaniels, who's been waiting for his second chance who has shown over and over and over again, and Brady, you played for him so you know, um, what he can do with young quarterbacks. And it's not just Matt Jones. He developed Jimmy Garoppolo from a second-round pick into a quarterback who took a team to the Super Bowl. He developed Matt Castle from undrafted free agent, a guy who didn't start a game in college, to leading another franchise to a – division title in Kansas City. He developed Jacoby Brissett from third-round pick into a guy who will probably have a 10-year NFL career. So, you know, I think, like, looking at somebody like that is probably the way to go, where you say, okay, how can we create the right environment with a guy who's seen a lot, who's had some experience, um, and can create the right sort of system here for our quarterback to develop and create the right sort of relationship with our young quarterback and so you know again like I'm not saying it has to be Josh but I think you know looking at people like that it's probably the first path that you would take if you're the Jaguars just, right
0: now I, I just want to follow up just super quickly is this oh, I'm sorry is this more is this, is this more of a an indictment on on the Jags or is this on Urban Meyer as we move forward how you think this will play how you think that aspect of it will play out
1: well, I mean, like the Jaguars haven't had a lot of success, period, over the last 13 years. So it's not, <laughs> you like they, think? it's not like they don't. It's not like they don't. It's not like they don't have blood on their hands. I mean, I, 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 I do. I, I do think that they're culpable. But I, you know, look, like Urban had power to do whatever he wanted. You know, and, and I know for a fact there were guys in that staff that he that he viewed, he'd identified as weak links. And I know for a fact that maybe things weren't perfect with him in the front office and the GM, Trent Balki. But it's hard to, you know, say, like, okay, this is Urban's fault and this is Trent Balki's fault and this is those assistants' fault when Urban had the power in January to change whatever he wanted to change. I mean, he could have told Shad Khan, do this, do this, do this, do this, and Shad would have done, done everything he wanted to get him. And so... Like, it's not all Urban's fault what happened over the last year, but he has responsibility for every little part of it because he had the power to change whatever he wanted to change.
3: That Uh. is interesting. Didn't uh, Bulky have uh, some leaks and stuff going on during the end of his time there at the 49ers? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, things were
1: pretty at the end there. He he churned uh, through three coaches in three years there. uh, If you remember, there are some very interesting stories about the end between uh, Jim Harbaugh. And Trump alky, so maybe Urban and his old buddy Jimmy can uh get together and uh and share some war stories there.
2: It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. Albert Breer joining us here on FSR, senior NFL reporter for the MMQB. Um, the uh, COVID uh, issues are starting to pop up in the NFL. It seems like it's all over the place. Obviously, the Browns, Baker Mayfield, Kevin Stefanski. From your understanding, there's been some discussion, Albert, about you know maybe modifying the protocols to yeah. because you know based on the new information that we have. How do you think this plays out in the immediate future for the NFL?
1: Well they're discussing significant changes with the union now. And you know, one that I think has a lot of support among teams that I I just I don't think the union's going to go for it is to incentivize guys getting the booster shot and telling oh, them geez. that we will not that we will not that we will not test you anymore asymptomatic if you get the booster shot. And in that case it would allow basically the players who have the booster shot to, to move on from this and it would obviously put the league at less risk to losing players for important games down the stretch and then of course playoff games um and i think the issue that they have there is that you know negotiating that with the union um the union views any sort of step back and t- testing as sort of a loss in a negotiation so i don't think they're gonna be able to get that one by the union the other idea that I've heard that's sort of interesting is go back to daily testing and instead of like kicking unvaccinated uh, COVID-positive player or instead of kicking vaccinated asymptomatic COVID-positive players out of the buildings, now just go to monitoring them. So if a guy tests positive, he's been vaccinated, and he doesn't have symptoms, then you just sort of tell him, okay, you got to wear a mask in the building, you got a distance, but you can still be here, and you can still work, and you can still play on Sunday. With the premise of that being, there's been no on-field transmission anywhere in sports over the last two years. So I think they see the storm cloud that's that's gathering here. Um, and one of the things that Dr. Allen Sills told the teams yesterday in Dallas was that this is Omicron. That they believe this is Omicron. And what they found about Omicron is that it's more contagious than the previous strains, but it's, it's got milder symptoms. So basically it's going to be more prevalent, but there's going to be less reason to shut everything down because of it. Um, and so, like, really that's led them to think we're going to be in a tough spot if we let things keep going the way that they're going. And, you know, really, like, the situations in Cleveland and Los Angeles are just going to be the tip of the iceberg over the next couple of months.
3: So um, over the last two years, you're saying – we have not seen one case transmitted on the field of play, or at least tracked back to that.
1: Yeah. So what they say, Brady, what they'll tell you is their data shows that the transmission is happening when they meet when it's they the, the term they use is eating, meeting, and greeting. Like yes. when you're in meetings, it's transmit, It can be they've seen it transmitted in meetings. They've seen it transmitted when the guys are eating together. They've seen it transmitted in social situations. But there is, and I'm not. Oh. It's not they just they the NFL. assume.
3: They assume it's transmitted. It's not like they actually see the the viral particles going from one person to the other, right? Well, you I mean, you they're don't assume
1: no, no, but Brady I mean, doesn't have those one 3D,
2: one goggles, yeah, 3D goggles, though. They're special 3D goggles that you can they spot were, that. But they
1: were, I mean, but they were wearing. These guys were wearing like the contact tracers. You know what I mean? Like so, yeah. like there was like, there was a. They were able to tell who was around who, and not only who was around who, but when people For were how around long each distance,
3: other. all that. Got gotcha, you. Yeah, gotcha. Well, so so, like, the, the point on. The point I'm trying to make, Albert, is two years yeah. ago we didn't have a vaccine. Right. No on-the-field transmissions. Now we incentivize players to get tested less, get the vaccine, and yet there's no on-the-field transmissions, but they're still getting right. the virus. So now we're trying to once again incentivize players to get a booster so they don't get tested, yet, again, it, it's not on the field. It's not practice. It's not playing. It's, it's everywhere else, probably even in their social lives outside of the building itself. Right. Yeah. And yet, like like this is the solution we're coming up with. It, it just it all seems a little bonkers to me. If you're asymptomatic, you're asymptomatic. Right. You're not contagious. You're not at risk of doing that yeah. stuff.
1: And that and that's the point that's been made by a lot of people, actually, Brady. It's interesting. It's like, like I, I know some team people yesterday in that meeting made the point. Why are we? Why don't we just treat the symptoms instead of chasing the virus? And I think it's actually an interesting point because. If you look at workplaces across America, that's the way workplaces across America are operating right now. And I think there is that question in the NFL, like why are we putting ourselves in peril from a business standpoint, doing things that no one outside of sports in the United States of America is really doing right now. Um, and I think part of it is, again, that negotiation between the league and the union and where that league and the union negotiation goes and it sort of felt to me like yesterday when, when I was at that meeting in Dallas that, you know, like right now, I think it's going to be difficult for them to take major steps backward as far as testing and protocols and all of that. So, I mean, with two, two months left in the season, this is going to be about survival and finding a way to make sure they don't have to cancel or postpone games, which, by the way, is going to be a million times more difficult this year with, with fans in the stands. Like last year, it was really easy to move a game to a Tuesday because there were no fans coming in. So all you were worried about was how do the teams get in, how do the teams get out. You had nothing else to worry about. Whereas this year, it would be a, logistically a lot more difficult. Um, so I think, like, you know, the idea here, because they know the way negotiations have gone between the league and the union, um, the, the, the the thought here is, how can we survive to february 13th or whatever day the super bowl is on um and then you know like after that we're going to reassess for 2022 where we go with all this it just it feels like again this is one another one of those things in the nfl that's come down to sort of the infighting between the union and the league
0: i got one last one for you just super quickly it looks as though rg3's Tell-all book is going to look so much <laughs> better out it. out on uh, out on stands. There, I mean, what's the latest? Can you give us some some insight on the latest conversations about Daniel Snyder and and his Washington football team? Oh man,
1: couldn't help it. Is Is Josh Lambo writing the foreword oh. for that? Oh, well done. Oh. Well done. The mic has dropped. He
0: just dunked on him. The mic has dropped. Kiss our ass, Lambo. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Make a kick, Lambo!
2: <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, uh, Albert. I don't even think you need to answer the question after that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we're,
0: we're good. That was we're a, good that here.
2: That was the mic drop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, we're good here. Uh, get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. Uh, Albert, always good stuff. We appreciate it, man. Let's do it again next week.
1: All right, thanks, guys. Have a good all weekend. Right, all right, AB. Uh, Happy there holidays.
2: <laughs> there it is. Yeah, I'm sure that'll offend somebody too. Yeah, I'm sure oh, somebody of course. Be bothered by
0: that, I bet you he's taking too many hits to his head, and then yep. you know the gunshots outside of his restaurant. Yeah, you know, I'm sure yeah. that that's totally impacted Albert Breer's ability to be happens. able to look at this topic oh of conversation. I hate when yeah. that happens. Yeah,
3: it's uh, a is it time to break? Or it what? is. I I'm, believe I'm it.
0: petty. <laughs> hey, Brady. I, I, if you haven't learned this about your big bro, bro. I am a petty dude. <laughs> I, I hope I can change that, I'm man. Petty. I really
3: do. If there's not enough time in this life for pettiness. Oh, I love
0: I love making time for it. Yeah. <coughs> I love making I want hey, look, when you when you're a part of my my eulogy, I want you uh-huh. to say, you know what, my bro was petty as hell, and you know what? He enjoyed it.
2: <laughs> he enjoyed being petty as hell, because uh, I do. Uh, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, we are going to take a look ahead to Thursday Night Football. It's the Week 15 starter for the Prop Bet Monster. It's yours right here on FSR.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
2: Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. <sighs> Song stinks. Uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, coming up in uh, a little over ten minutes from now, we are going to discuss uh, the hot topic around the NFL—a uh, story that does not seem to go away. A lot of tentacles, layers, if you will, of this story. We are going to get into the very latest on that and the future for somebody moving forward. Uh, coming up in about a little over ten minutes from now, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Nitza. It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go, and you think of calling for a ride home. Now, nah, what's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone, drive sober, or get pulled over, paid for by NHTSA. All right. You guys ready for uh, the week 15 edition of the Prop Bet Monster? You ready? Oh, yeah. All I right. forgot about this. All right. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, I, I forgot about
1: it. Here to feed your degenerate gambling soul, <laughs> the Prop Bet Monster. Suck.
2: And away we go. It is the Week 15 edition. It's Thursday night, so it kicks off the week, and uh, you are unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, we have got Brady Quinn with a one-game lead. Uh, he took a lead last week. We are late in the season here, and this is where we uh, pinpoint the primetime games. The Thursdays, the Mondays, I'll make some prop bets. I'll throw them at Brady Quinn and Lavar Arrington, and we'll see how we do. We've got a major AFC West matchup coming up later on tonight. We've got the Chiefs and the Chargers at 820 Eastern time. So let's get it started here. Obviously, the quarterbacks are a story in this game. Longest completion... Patrick Mahomes or Justin Herbert? Oh, I'm going to say Herbert. I'm going to go with Holmes. Okay. Mahomes. Right. Mahomes. Right. Mahomes. So Mahomes. Alright, so let's uh, let's go to, uh, these are teams that are not, uh, you know, l- looking at uh, running the football and sort of uh, pounding it down, uh, pounding the rock as they say, pounding it down your throat uh, here on <laughs> Don't look at me like that, oh you, know you know what I was saying You know what I was mean, saying uh, Alright, so here we go, a leading, leading rusher in the game Austin Eckler, who by the way is questionable I want to <laughs> make that clear Yeah, for I was the just stickler over say. there, right. uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, Justin Herbert or Patrick Mahomes, leading rusher in the game.
3: Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I, mean, yeah. I, I don't even know if that going to play. Yeah,
2: I don't think he's going to play. I mean, I think he is. <sighs> yeah, he won't make it very far. I mean, I'm hearing from people he's going to play. Okay. But again... Oh, yeah. But again, you know, some people are connected on the show. Who are your aren't. sources again? Oh, uh, this wow. one right here. Oh, it's here. the security guard. Yeah. It's this one right, one here, right there. Yeah, it's that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> not, not a uh, small source, but yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, most reception. Very small source. Uh, listen, I don't, I don't think we need to, to take that approach all here. Right. That's, uh, I don't we need to attack people I, here. I could do uh, it. Brady Quinn did bring this up, uh, so we must jump to this one next. Uh, the incident that makes the rounds on social media first, all right? A Jackson Mahomes TikTok video, a fight in the crowd, or some self-gratitude, quote-unquote, by a Charger security card again. Ooh. (laughs) That's one way of putting it. Can you
3: go back through them again, the first few?
2: A Jackson Mahomes TikTok video. I like that one. A fight in the crowd, or some, quote-unquote, self-gratitude by a Charger security card again. I got to jump
0: on the Patrick Mahomes brother. Yeah, Jackson, I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't
3: think – it's in L.A. I don't think um, people in L.A. tend to like to really get into fights.
2: Or it's plays. not a Raider game. So. Wow. Yeah, as I say. So. So, They're pretty laid back. Wow. So, no yeah. no fights. You've never seen a game at uh, SoFi, apparently. I mean, or they, Dodger they, Stadium. They were, they were throwing – yeah, Dodger Stadium, too.
3: Well, Dodger Stadium might be a yeah. little different. Um, and maybe at the O.co back in the, in the in the day when the Raiders were playing there. But just just in general. It's, it's been my general is consensus Dodgers, from
0: – Is that stadium you know, in East L.A.? Is it in East LA? It's a
2: Park, right? What, what is Elysian that? Called? I know yeah. it's right outside yeah. of no, not Pasadena. East LA, no. What no, what no. part of LA is that? Uh, I think it's uh, the Who Cares District. Oh, okay. That's okay. All for right. The- Jackson <laughs> Mahomes. Let's <laughs> keep moving. Yep, let's <laughs> keep it moving. So we're both going right. with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Or Jackson Mahomes. Jackson. Rather, I mean, you know what we so mean. The same difference. Know. All right. The uh, brother is the leading receiver in this game, meaning catches. Is it a Charger or a Chief? Meaning catches. Yes. Not yards, catches. Charger or Chief? Chief. Because it feels like they're going to throw the ball a bunch this game. It's going to get thrown around a bunch. i say Chief.
3: Uh, they're trending saying, up right now. Yeah.
2: Um, I'm also going to say the Chiefs. All right, so you're both going with that. All right, final yeah, you're one. You're
3: not here. asking very con- – I mean, not, it's not – let's get – I don't know. Go ahead.
2: I'm, I'm jotting it down, for
3: no, God's no. sake. I'm just uh, saying the questions you're asking, it's hard to – pick anything other than one. Okay.
2: All right. Well, uh, let's try this one then. Uh, Last one. L.A. landmarks shown first. Santa Monica Pier. In and Out <laughs> Burger, Traffic on the Freeway, or the wall of the Fox Lot with Brady Quinn's picture on it. Definitely uh, the wall with Brady that's Quinn's That's a good point, Lamar. I want to that one too. <laughs> you know what? I'm,
3: I'm going to pick the same one. Okay. Oh, you're such oh, a rap oh, ass. I'm going to pick the same <laughs> one. Oh, come on. You can't do that. Why do you pick I, I, traffic? I, I, think, I think I think, for whatever reason, they're going to show the Fox <laughs> Lot on that wall.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, with Brady Quinn. It's by the way, that, that's the yeah. most egotistical thing ever it, said on this gonna show. It's going to happen. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you seen what Brady Quinn looks like? I think my face is going to be shown first. Of